Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Prayer. There is much that has been said and much that could be said on the topic of prayer. Prayer is such an important part of our lives as Christians, and yet it may still be one of those things in our life where we feel maybe we're not very good about it, maybe we're not very good at it, maybe we don't know much about it, maybe we'd like to improve in our prayer. And if any of those describes you in any way, and I think if we were honest, it probably describes all of us to some extent, then I have good news for you. Because in our gospel reading today, Jesus is asked, Lord, teach us to pray. And wonderfully and amazingly, Jesus does just that. So my goal for my sermon today is very simple. I'll tell you right up front that you would leave here today with a fuller understanding and a better appreciation for how great a gift we have in the Lord's Prayer. Because that's what Jesus teaches when he is asked how to pray. He teaches the Lord's Prayer. Now, what we heard in our Gospel reading today from Luke chapter 11 is similar to what we also hear in Matthew chapter 6. And those are the two places where in Scripture it's recorded what Jesus teaches on prayer. And you probably noticed, listening to the reading today, that... um, from Luke chapter 11, that it's just a little different than what we normally say. The version we normally say is the one recorded in Matthew 6, because it's just a little bit fuller. But in all likelihood, because of how important it was, during his ministry, Jesus would have taught this prayer more than once at different occasions. And so when Matthew is recording it, he's recording it in Jesus's sermon on the Mount. And and Luke, he recorded it when Jesus was on his journey to Jerusalem. But either one you look at, both of them show us the same prayer that we know today as the Lord's Prayer. And so I'd like to share with you today three reasons why the Lord's Prayer is that great gift from God. And of course, there are many more reasons than that, but we'll keep it to just three. The first reason that the Lord's Prayer is a great gift from God to us is that through it, Jesus teaches how we are to pray. The Lord's Prayer is a great gift because through it, Jesus teaches how we are to pray. Think about that for just a moment. Unless Jesus had shown us how to pray, we wouldn't necessarily know how. We could always make something up, but But God is not a God of making stuff up. He he loves us and he wants us to know how to pray to him. And that's what the disciples recognized that day. They they knew they needed to be taught. And, And so one of them asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And Jesus did. Now, there's kind of this debate that exists out there today, especially as other Christians may look at more liturgical churches like the Lutheran Church. And they say, well, we notice you have all these written or, or memorized prayers, and, and, and that's nice, but, but we, we really pray. We pray from the heart. Well, that prayer is, is, has a name. It's called ex corde prayer, from the heart. It means not thinking about ahead of time what you're going to say, but rather praying spontaneously. Now, we all pray like this at times, and and that's good, 
But many people think that this is a superior way to pray. Ex corde prayers should be a part of our Christian lives. After all, if I'm, if I'm feeling a certain need or, or need to talk to God about a certain petition, I'm not always going to know a written or memorized prayer that addresses that very thing. But we should be aware of the potential dangers there are from only praying from the heart, only praying ex corde prayers. And, and the biggest danger the biggest danger is that our prayers might turn into what we call stomach prayers. That is, that I'm only bringing to God what my frail flesh seems to be feeling that day. And so I may not look past my own body and life because the demands of my weak stomach and mind and body demands that I focus all my attention on these things. Now, that's not always the case with our spontaneous prayers. But it can very easily turn into that if we're not careful. Another thing to say to those who are feeling that, that praying from the heart is the only way to pray is that if Jesus never intended us to ever pray a written or memorized prayer, well, then why are we given such faithful examples of these prayers in Scripture? Why have we been given the Psalms, for instance, which would have been Jesus' own daily prayer book? And what the church has used for millennia. And most of all, why did Jesus give us a prayer to be memorized and speak when, when he was asked by his disciples how to pray? Jesus didn't say in our gospel reading, well, just pray whatever you're thinking from the heart. Jesus said, when you pray, say this, the Lord's Prayer. He says, start your prayer with the word Father, after all, that's why Jesus came, isn't it? To reconcile us by his death and resurrection to our God, the Heavenly Father. And, and how else would we know to call the creator of the universe, the almighty God, the, the first person of the Trinity, our Father? Unless Jesus taught us. Jesus came to forgive all of our sins, to give us his own righteousness so that we can approach God and call upon him as children call upon their earthly parents for everything they need. And Jesus teaches us, ask, ask your father for his name to be kept holy in your life. Ask your father for his kingdom, his reign and rule to come to us here on earth. Ask your father for his good and gracious will to always be done. Ask your father for your daily bread, everything you do need in your life. Ask your father to forgive all of your sins and to help you forgive other people their sins. Ask your father to keep you out of temptation and to guard and protect you from all that is evil in this world. Ask your father for these things. The Lord's Prayer is God's great gift to us because through it, Jesus teaches how we are to pray. And we need to be taught how to pray before we ever begin praying from the heart. That leads us to the second reason why the Lord's Prayer is a great gift to us, because as we learn how we should pray, it expands our sense of what we need, what we truly need, and it also expands our sense of what truly brings us joy. The Lord's Prayer expands our sense of what we truly need, and it expands our sense of what truly brings us joy. A pastor was leading a Bible study one time, and to close, 
uh, that time together. He thought it would be a good idea to uh, take prayer requests, but he said, to, I'd like to take prayer requests, but I'd like to take one request for each petition of the Lord's prayer. And, and so that's what they did. And so one person spoke up right away and said, well, I'd like to pray for my family member who's in the hospital. And the pastor said, okay, great. That's the fourth petition. Give us our, our daily bread, everything we need for our body and life. Check. Okay, other petitions. But then every request that came in after that still fell under the category of the fourth petition. Heal this person. Help my friend with their job. Help my family find a new home. No one was submitting anything other than fourth petition prayers. Now, don't get me wrong, it's not wrong to pray for our daily bread. That wasn't the pastor's point, and that's not Jesus' point either. We are absolutely to bring those requests to God. He wants us to. But think about your own prayer life. Are you only praying or mostly praying for fourth petition requests? If so, how much more are you in need beyond those things? Well, in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus shows you how much you are actually in need. Jesus knows that you need God's name in your life, the pure teaching of his holy word. Jesus knows that you need God's reign and rule, the Holy Spirit at work in our life, creating and sustaining our faith and the faith of those around us. Jesus knows that we need God's will done in our lives, that, that God's will in this world is opposed by evil things all around us and our own sinful nature within us, but that his will is perfect and will always prevail. Jesus knows you need your sins forgiven and help forgiving others. Jesus knows that you need guidance away from temptation and protection from evil. And then finally, to be able to die well in the faith when the time comes and so be delivered into our eternal lives. Jesus knows you need all of these things. And so he teaches you how to pray for them. The Lord's Prayer, again, takes our prayers, which can so easily slip into just stomach prayers. But Jesus shows us just how needy we truly are. And on the flip side of the same token, the Lord's Prayer also expands our sense of joy. Is our life only fulfilled when our daily needs are met? That if I have bread and water, then I'll be perfectly happy? Or is life more than that? Again, our daily needs are important to pray for, and Jesus tells us to, but he knows we will be truly fulfilled, truly full of joy when we have God's name, when we have his kingdom, when his will is done, when his forgiveness is shared, when his guarding and protecting takes place. This is a full and joyful life. And so the Lord's Prayer expands our sense of what we truly need, and it also expands our sense of what truly brings us joy in this life. And then finally, the third reason why the Lord's Prayer is God's great gift to us is because as we learn how to pray, and as it instructs us on our sense of, of need as well as joy, that the Lord's Prayer will also show us what God truly desires to give to us. The Lord's Prayer shows us what God truly desires to give to us. 
When we are praying, perhaps an ex-court, a prayer from the heart, for the things that are happening in our lives, we we usually uh, finalize those prayers by saying something to the effect of, if it be your will, because we realize that although we may have in mind what we think should happen in a given situation, we know that God doesn't always reveal his will right away in the moment, but, but that we do want his will to be done. And so that's the right thing to do, to pray, if it be your will. But you see, the Lord's Prayer is different. Again, this is what Jesus has told us to pray for. So it's already been revealed to us. So we don't ever end the Lord's Prayer with, if it be your will, because Jesus has already showed us, this is my Father's will. And he says in our gospel reading, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. Think about how precious a promise that is to be able to pray for something and then know that God is standing at the ready, ready to give it to us and that he desires to give it to us. It would be like me coming home from work at the end of the day and and I'm greeted by my wife usually first and then the the kids come running and they're excited to see me and okay, it's not always that idyllic, but (laughs) I'm painting a hypothetical picture here. And what the kids don't realize is that on my way home, I, I've stopped at the store and I picked up what is our, our, one of our favorite desserts in our house, which is an ice cream cake. And, uh, and I don't tell them right away that I have that, but I, I say to the kids, I have something for you, so ask me. And so they start guessing at things. Uh, Dad, can I have a, a toy? No. Dad, can I have a dollar? No. Dad, can I have this? Can I have that? But I say, no, no, no. Ask me. Ask me for an ice cream cake. Oh, well, now you see, they've been told what to ask for because they know what I have. They say, I know what dad has, so I can ask him for that and he'll give it to me. So so they say, okay, dad, can I have an ice cream cake? And I say, you bet. Here you go. You see, in a much more important and significant sense, the same is true with Jesus. He is telling us, ask my father. For his name to be hallowed in your life. Ask my father for his will to be done. Ask my father to give you daily bread. Ask my father for your sins to be forgiven. And so we pray, okay, uh, God, forgive my sins. And he says, you bet. Here you go. So often when we pray the Lord's Prayer, we don't think about what we're saying. Has that ever happened to you? becomes rote recitation, and I know that's the case because I've been guilty of that many times. And while we talk about the potential dangers or pitfalls of praying only from the heart, well then this then might be one of those dangers or pitfalls of praying uh, written or memorized prayers, that we just are going through the motions sometimes. But you see, that's not the prayer's fault. That's our fault. But the Lord's Prayer is not just a nicely worded prayer that's fun to say. This is the prayer that our Savior Jesus Christ, when he was walking on this earth, shared with us. And so what he's showing us is he's showing what his Father, what our Father, is standing at the ready to give to us. And what's more, when we pray those petitions... The Father answers those prayers. It's not going to be an uncertainty. It's a promise from God himself who is in the business of keeping his promises. 
In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says, don't be like the pagans who just heap up empty phrases and think that they're going to be heard for their many words. Rather, your father already knows what you need before you even ask it. And some might be tempted to say, well, if God already knows what I need before I pray for it, then why pray at all? But don't fall into that trap. Because in the very next verse, Jesus goes on to say, so pray then like this. And he teaches the Lord's Prayer. You see, knowing the love of the Father that he demonstrated through the gift of his Son, Jesus Christ, we know that the Father desires to give us every good gift. And he will. And that's why we pray the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer shows us what God truly desires to give us. This prayer is a precious gift. It's why it's known to virtually every Christian. It's why we are encouraged to make it a regular part of our own devotional life. Every morning when we wake up, every evening when we go to sleep, we pray, we can pray, and maybe we should pray the Lord's Prayer. It's why this prayer is in every one of our worship services. It's because the Lord's Prayer is a precious gift from God to us. And it always will be as we journey through this life and as we look forward to our life with God in the world to come. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.